Hey guys, John here, back with another one here for you. And today I wanted to talk a, a little bit more about this whole idea of, of getting a job in the tech industry and sort of some of the competition that you'll face and 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 how to be able to compete and and win in in this sort of environment. And this sort of came up today from this comment I got from Hybrid Flu on a YouTube video of mine, and the comment said. Today I saw a job post, junior front-end developer, five-plus years experience, Angular 2. Recruiters make it hard. And what his point was is that for a front-end developer, having five-plus years of experience is sort of ridiculous. Like, for, for a, not a front-end developer, but a junior developer in anything, having five-plus years uh, experience is sort of, of ridiculous because... You know, it's it's sort of as I my comment says, it's a chicken and the egg problem. How do you get that experience when you're a junior developer if you have to have five plus years of experience in order to get hired? Now, of course, that's not every job that's out there. There's there's certainly ones out there where you don't need that. But even you know, even some of the the easier ones out there still require a year of experience. And if you're just trying to first get into that 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 sort of first job, uh, it can be a little bit uh, difficult. And so that's, you know, that's just one component of, of sort of the, the competition that's out there. And this sort of thing is what happens when you have an industry that gets more and more competitive and has more and more people trying to get into it is that the requirements, the, the bar gets raised higher and higher just to get uh, into it. And so you guys know I'm not making this up in terms of the competition and so forth. Oh, this is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which is sort of one of just the, the bodies out there where you can get some raw data. And this is the fastest growing occupations in the U.S. And you'll see on here, if you look at this, in terms of, of actual, they, they order these by the, the, the speed at which it's growing or the rate at which it's growing. Okay, so in that sense... Software developers are what seventh, eighth, maybe tenth or whatever on this list here, but and and still even at that, it's projected over the next uh, ten years to grow thirty percent, which is again this is the number of jobs this is or or people uh, employed doing this. It's still nothing to sneeze at, but if you look at some of the actual raw numbers, right? So solar photo. <laughs> Volta voltaic installers, whatever that is, you know, they're they're uh, projected to grow 104 percent, but that's from 11,000 right people doing that to 23,000. So the numbers are still pretty small, whereas software developers have uh, 831,000 people employed doing it and are projected to grow over a million. So add 255,000 uh, jobs over the next 10 years. Whereas this one's only actually 11,000, even though the rate is much higher. So there's going to be a lot more of this available, a lot more people doing this. And then even still, if you look at some of the ones like home health aids and personal care, care aids, where these numbers are overall higher and the rates are higher and so forth, you know, and then that sort of makes sense. Healthcare is a big sort of thing. But if you look at the median annual wage for those people, it's twenty three thousand dollars, twenty three thousand. Whereas if you look at it for a software developer, it's a hundred and one thousand dollars, the the median annual wage. So 
again, all that to just say that this is an industry that's growing. It's projected to continue to grow. And with that high of a wage, you're going to see more and more people trying to get it in and become more and more competitive. And so what you start to think about is how can I get into it now? How can I compete with those people now? Or if you've been doing it a while, how am I going to be able to compete in the future and continue to have this job and be able to do this and, and make and make this living especially with everything that's changing and all the new stuff that's coming out and so forth and a lot of people talk about oh you got to constantly be learning and you got to you know constantly be getting involved in projects and doing all these things and all that stuff and and that's all true you need to be doing all that i've talked about that before but that's sort of the standard common thing that's out there. And, you know, I, I always try to give you something different, something unique that maybe other people aren't talking about that maybe even other people would would sort of scoff at. But in the reality of it, it, it it's actually going to help you. And so in that vein, I was reading this article the other day over on Business Insider and I came across uh, this one. And I just I was sort of thinking about my own situation and just my experience having done this over 14, 15 years now. And this is one of those things that maybe people won't tell you, won't admit, but it's absolutely true. And so one of the tips was work in an area where even a mediocre engineer can have stability. And so this person who wishes to remain anonymous, which I totally get, says find a comfortable niche in a company with steady with steady revenue stream. Be good at really boring but important technology that 21-year-olds wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole and hang out and try to make it to 50 and then work as a middle manager. There are plenty of mediocre, even terrible software engineers working at older, not-sexy companies that have excellent job security because the new college grads have no desire to work there and the companies actually make money. Now, I'm not saying be a terrible software engineer, even be mediocre or whatever, but what's happened in our industry a little bit is people have got so caught up in the Facebooks and the Googles and all these big sort of sexy new companies that that they want to work for that have sort of people sort of have forgotten that there are all of these sort of boring non-sexy companies out there who are using sort of more established well-known technologies that and aren't sort of caught up in the constantly having to use the new thing that comes out or whatever. They're just fine using what's already available. And when you work for a company like that, you don't have to get so caught up in all of the, the whirlwind that's happening in the industry with all the new, 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 right? Because you have a, a company who is doing something that the, the technology that's available is, is perfectly fine for them. And I sort of think of of my own situation a little bit because you know I my I've I've talked about this before. I've 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 sort of shrunk everything down to where I have one main client that I work with. I work with them on a retainer basis, monthly retainer basis and so forth. And they are a WordPress company. They build a WordPress uh they per, build a WordPress plugin. It's based on PHP. Like it's established quote unquote old known technology, right? There's zero sort of impetus for them to get into Node or Go or any of these other new things or React or any of the stuff that's coming out. There's just not a big sort of push for that in what this particular company does. And so in that company, like there 
all of the volatility in the industry hasn't really affected me in that sense because again I'm working for an old boring company that use that that uses technology that all the kids fresh out of college are too good for and all that sort of thing so these companies exist and you can get a job with one of these companies and not everything has to be new 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 and cutting edge and all of that stuff you want to do that fine but it doesn't have to be that way and I just wanted to give you sort of a quick example of this. So I went over to Indeed. This is sort of in the area around where I live. I live around Springfield, Missouri, which is a lot of rural areas. So there's not even a, a ton of jobs that are out there. But I found this one at this company called Algae Cal Inc. Right. And this is essentially looks like a supplement bone health supplements that radically change lives or whatever and you come down you look at it it's wordpress css html javascript jquery php twitter bootstrap and adobe creative suite like the most boring established known technologies probably that are out there i mean you know there's a lot of the 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 kids coming out of college that would wouldn't touch jquery with a 10 foot pole right jquery's dirty or or bootstrap is you know so 2010 or whatever they would say right so these are just just boring established stuff that everybody would tell you that you can't get a job in this this stuff is dying you'll never be able to do this blah 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 yet this company will pay you 75 to 90 thousand dollars a year to to do that for them now is that the most money you could make as a developer no but man that's a damn good living doing something that is where you're not caught up in this whirlwind of all this new stuff and so forth and there are plenty of these jobs out there that exist you just have to know where to look so that's why whenever someone tells me hey i've looked for you know php jobs out there and i can't find any almost inevitably when i dig it into it is they're work, they're looking for a startup or they're looking you know i want to wor work at uh google and do php or whatever that's probably not going to happen that's not where those jobs are and so if you want to be again in that environment of all this new cutting edge stuff then yeah you're going to have to maybe do something different but if you just want a really good job that make a really good income using languages and things that you're familiar with and you don't want to you're not worried about getting caught up in all of the the hoopla and so forth and you want something that's going to be there for the next 10, 20, 30 years, these things are out there and you can you can get involved in these and and, and work for these companies. So, I just wanted to sort of point that out to you that there's a different way to look at this than what a lot of people out there are telling you. Be aggressive, learn, do all that sort of stuff, but also, you know, be strategic and smart about how you look for jobs and what jobs you decide to to apply for and all that sort of thing because there are lots of different little niches that you can exploit and take advantage of if you know where to look. Now, of course, if PHP is your thing, I do have an entire curriculum over on Skillshare for you to go through to learn PHP from my beginner's guide to PHP through object-oriented programming and then a number of different project-based courses that are going to teach you things like a secure login script, uh, a blogging application, forms, all that sort of thing. You know, it's probably over 12, 15 hours 
worth of PHP training available over there for you. And you can get access to it for absolutely nothing. As a teacher, I can give you a two-month free trial of Skillshare. Just go to johnmorrisonline.com slash PHP, and that will trigger the, the two-month free trial for you over on Skillshare. You can get in, take all the courses, and then cancel any time before the two months is up, and you never pay a penny. So it's a good way to really hone your PHP skills and not have to invest a bunch of money to do it. Again, the link is johnmorrisonline.com slash PHP. All right, guys, that'll do it for this one. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.